0: What up, realists? I'm Anthony Roberts, a.k.a. A-Ray, and welcome to episode 67 of The Reality Is Where filter Becomes Extinct. This episode, The Reality Is, is brought to you by Robert Poe Photography, where they capture the moment in every smile. Robert Poe Photography provides services for every occasion from wedding to food photography, and they guarantee a quick turnaround on every session. They're running sales right now in photography all summer long for up to 50% off. So for more information, be sure to go to www.robertpoephotography.com. Again, that's www.robertpoephotography.com. On this episode, we have founder of the Smarter App, Jason Criddle, in the studio alongside our guest co-host for the week from UTA Sports Radio and iHeartMedia broadcaster Reggie Atatula. And yes, Gabrielle is still in the building as well, bringing you those gut-wrenching laughs. So without further ado, let's go up. Cool and Dre, this is is the remix for the city. Let's just start snapping. Crackhead bleak on the jack like let's make it happen. Oh, it's Nothing me Nothing can stop me I'm all the huh? way up It's me. Uh-huh. All the way up It's me. Uh-huh. Jesus and Christ Tribe of Judah I'm going to let you know what just happened. Because so, oh, I, I, I needed it. I, I, I was not catching the vibes. What just so happened? The lock listen, talk button was, was turned off again by the people before us.
2: So nothing that we just nothing said. Nothing that we just said. <laughs> was we-
0: not one <laughs> iota. And I never know what that word means, but it sounds good for right it was, now. It was, it was, it, you used it perfectly. Tribe <laughs> of Judah, <laughs> man. 13 minutes down to drink. <laughs> I'm br- rubbing. Hey. Yeah, hey, we, <laughs> <on> <laughs> we got it on personal. We She's got it on personal. We got it. You rubbing <laughs> your head. And I am perplexed Look, right now. Like, <laughs> okay. Shit. Well, I'm you have to know, start doing a well, job. So over.
3: I have to tell you something. You yeah. know why I appreciate podcast yeah. media? Because we can still be here and we're yeah. not being escorted out of the building not right being now. <laughs> out of <the> building, man. <laughs> you guys have been off I'll, the air yeah. for 13 minutes. But
0: it's, yeah.
3: Now this is where we wing it. That so, was fun.
0: To 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 roll back real quick, and we get, we yeah. Can still yeah we ain't got to take me. No, we just take the it's break. It's you. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> it's Anthony Roberts, host of the reality right. is. yada 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 yada. God damn it, Robert Judah! What? You know. what you should do is just clip out one of your old shows, put it in
1: at the beginning here, and see if anybody notices. And just right. and, and just keep right. it going. Right. That's terrible. <laughs>
3: That's, terrible.
0: <laughs> That's terrible. Somebody but, would just be like, "What were they talking about?" Yeah, exactly. Oh, I guess this is normal. It's just okay. normal. I, we, so I, we were we were in the part, we we're on the part where we were talking uh, to Jason about what made him lose weight, and he was telling us about his daughter. And when he had his daughter, his daughter started walking, and it just became a lifestyle. But what I do clip, love about it, yeah, because I just want to go back and tell everything. But but the tripped out part about it was that you know when we found out was Jason was telling us that. He wanted to start, you know, losing weight when he was brushing his teeth and his stomach was kind of dribbling well, on his own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the way he made it
4: sound. <laughs> it was dribbling. The, there
3: were ripples. <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> was that's what it was doing. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, it was it was, it you, was you know, that it's, uh, I'm going to try to make a, uh, okay, let's, let's see if I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was and a- it's like, and I stop and it's like, Alan, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <it's still>,
1: going. <laughs> it's still going. Oh,
4: like like, it.
0: Martin, <laughs> you're yeah, a hands. Oh, my ears are hot. (laughs) God damn it, Robin. That was one of the best introductions that was flowing right on through.
3: And they're never going to hear it. They're never
0: going to know about it. You know, this is about the third time. We've been on this. We've been on Fishbowl for about a year. It's probably the the, third time it's happened. One time we had one really, really good show. And it was like the first 20 minutes of it. I mean, it was nonstop. I think Michelle was here. This is when Gary and Christian was uh here. Yeah, it's just this is. I'm. A, it's my fault. I need to start checking the lock talk.
1: button. I'm solution oriented. So mm-hmm. what we can do is after the show, we can just run that whole thing back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we, and we, then just we, put, throw it in there.
0: Throw it in there. We got we got different ways about it. But Jason, you also said you were from Dallas, and the thing that we brought you in today, for the most part, was with the weight loss. You said you while well, I read it, and it showed that you ended up helping people lose 10,000 pounds collectively. Yeah. So how did you get that started? Was it like a run club or some kind of fit club you started?
3: Yeah, I actually did start a, uh, I did start a run club, but it was really when I got into the personal training industry, I, I think I'm a solution-oriented person too. Like mm-hmm. I, I find problems and instead of trying to solve the problem, I always think, well, we can go a step further than that and find a solution. Yeah. That way we don't even have to approach the problem anymore. You just have the mind change and everything's gone. But no, I, I started working at this really small town gym in Georgia. Uh, I had gone to Georgia for a couple months just to clear my head, and that's where I got my personal trainer's license. and And all the people, it was just like this neighborhood gym. There were twenty thousand people in the in the neighborhood or in the in the town, and there were only two hundred or so people signed up at this club. So I would just come into the gym, and people would come in and work out with me, and I made a business out of that. Yeah. So whenever I went into the corporate side of things, it was like, you can work with this person for 30 minutes and this person with an hour and you can't talk to anybody or any of your friends or any of your family or anything like that. Whenever I left the gym, when I left the corporate again, I went out and started my own personal training organization, but I turned it into a nonprofit organization so that I could help reach more people through education rather than just having one-on-one time. Yeah. And so I found a couple gyms to partner with and I could mm-hmm. just go in for two hours or five hours or whatever and people would just come in. And instead of me working out with one client or two client at a time, I could work out with 22 clients and direct everybody, you're yeah. you're a fitness guy. A you know bit. it can be done whenever you're, if, if you have a good solid coach, yeah. especially somebody who's lived it before, most personal trainers that are in the industry were athletes in school, and they have no clue how they got their body. Not at all. And so they go become a personal trainer. They have the nice body, and people just follow, to, yeah. follow them, yeah. and then they never get results for their clients. Yeah. Once you start getting results, man, people just come to you.
0: It's so crazy because the, some of the people that I see in gyms, like I go to LA Fitness, and the gym that I'm at, it's out of 10 trainers I've seen, maybe, maybe three or four of them actually look like they work out. And Nate, like the other ones probably are eating healthy because it's not about, I think a lot of times people think it's your body type that makes you healthy, but a lot of times it's not. But it's like, uh, I always see her have the employee of the money. It's this older white lady. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. she were a fanny yeah, pack. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? T- mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <Yes. on> <laughs> but she has the most clients. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, and she has the worst body. <laughs> yeah, she has the worst
0: body. But it's like she knows what she's <laughs> doing yeah, to she transform does. people. Yeah, right. I saw one black chick come in. She had to be like 250. And a year later, I think now she's like 140.
2: Right. But I think I think uh, that she's, I think that, that that lady that you're talking about, yeah. she was once like bigger than bigger she is than now. She is, yeah. So I mean, she actually looks really good, yeah, probably for, compared, for to, compared what to what she, she used to. Right, do. right. And
0: everybody's body structure is just not the same. I just like I tell people all the time. They're like, "Oh man, you look like you're in great shape," and I'm like, "But I gotta, I don't have a six pack." You can please believe that. I love to eat and I love to drink. Oh, and yeah. it's never going to change yeah, right. so long as my arms and my chest and shoulders can throw you off <laughs> you
3: know <what> <laughs> hey, we'll keep it like that. You, you can run far enough away yeah, you know to yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so so make them think twice yeah, about chasing yeah, yeah, you yeah. hold on so,
0: I'm going to need a minute <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that I don't need uh, to, I don't need
1: to outrun everybody I just need to outrun you
0: and just to throw a segue in there because you know I just realized we didn't even introduce Who's all in here because that but, part oh, got yeah. lost. oh we got So out, we yeah. do have right Gabrielle out. in here as my co-host again yeah, today as she sighs. And we have Reggie Attitude, the UTA graduate. Uh, I, met, I, met, I met you in the broadcasting program. Yes, sir. And we have our special guest, uh Jason Crito. God damn it, drop I just <laughs> I have to always say it. It's always them. Yep. Or I could blame us. Maybe just blame I could. We, yeah. we need
2: to pay attention. We do need to pay, attention. Need to pay attention. You know, attention. You know, we could have somebody you know, out
0: there waiting to see if we, you know on the air. That's what that's what a producer does. But I think he did do that. But it was just ten minutes too late. Right. Is there
3: like, was there like a light? Is there no, like on air? A light? lot
0: of times when we're here, like not to be funny, they love our show.
3: What made you like look at the button and when click it? When wa-
0: she when he walked up, I already know because it happens the same way every time. She walks in with a face like, "Please don't bite my hand," <laughs> 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 and then I look and I'm like, "Shit!" But I, it's not her fault. The di- uh, what's his name? you oh, you gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna throw him under the bus right now?
2: He, oh, he does. Oh, my mom and then my Every time. time. No, I throw everybody under the bus. Everybody. Every, yeah. every, everybody. Every everybody show, anybody, let me I, be careful. Anybody every I can sh- fit under
0: there, I'm putting them under Look, the bus. Every
2: show, I'm like, please don't say their yeah.
0: names. He's like, a ma- But my mom, she said my mom My mom listens every day. But my mom. Okay. But my mom <laughs> my <mama>, my <laughs> said. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so she listened and she the one told us. But normally that's what happens too. People will be listening. They'll be like, hey, I can't hear anything. Yeah, it is. You can't. I need to turn it this way. Yeah, it is a little spicy in here today. A little spicy. Yeah. So I'm going to have to fix it because it's not as cold as it normally is. But um, I also wanted to talk to you, man. I hope it's okay. You, I read that you are autistic, right? Yes. When I think about autism, have you ever seen, um, what's the show we Parenthood. all talk about? Parenthood. Have you ever seen Parenthood?
3: Uh, no, I have not. I don't spend a lot of time watching TV, TV. shows.
0: So it's a little kid on there named Max. And when I think, like he freaks out yes. when things don't go like he's he doesn't very, like metaphors he doesn't he like, like anything yeah. out of line yeah right so we go by the plan everything yeah. if you say we're going to be here at 145 he wants you to be here at 145 or he flips out. or
2: he's like calculating the time he's like yes. it's already 136 with no way we're going to make it There's no, it's yeah. an 18 minute drive yeah. you know he's we like we only
0: got 15 minutes right. we're not going to get there on time <laughs> the bus is going to be gone <laughs> right. so right. when i think about autism that's how i think about it but when did you know that you were autistic
3: uh, in my early 20s, mm-hmm. it was because I had an fMRI done and I was sitting down with a doctor and I was talking to him about these massive headaches that I had always had. Yeah. But it didn't even necessarily have to do with the headaches. It just had to do with the way that I processed information. My little nephew, Sam, whenever he was a young kid, he's about 12 or 13 now, whenever he was young, very antisocial, very standoffish, very... Disconnected with his emotions and his feelings, and now he's gotten to the point to where he is just an everyday kid in society. And I think it's because he wasn't given medication, just like I was never given medication for it. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, what autism has to do is the way our synapses create proteins, the way we pat, the way we deal and handle information. So you can have one enlarged part of the brain, you can have one smaller part of the brain, something that interacts more than others, and so. The different interactions that I have, I, like I would say, you know, Mark Cuban is probably right down the street from here. He might kick my ass. I think Mark Cuban has autism. I think, you know, people like Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, these are people that had traces of autism as well. Yeah. It, the way that I process information, I don't understand. And the way that people hire me to process information for them, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so once we, once I actually had an fMRI done, I still want to get a spec scan, which is a pretty cool piece of technology that Dr. Amen came up with. But, uh, everything just started fitting together and it started making more sense. Yeah. Why is it that I can find instant solutions to everything in real time and calculate thousands of different scenarios all at once? And that's the reason it, it was in me all my life. And then, you know, I lost this weight. And even though I was even though I had gotten healthier, I'd uh I guess I had done a lot a lot of damage to my heart and it led to a heart surgery and my first what I call a near life experience. And um and that's when everything clicked. That's when everything in me, the education, the books, the all the things that I had learned about myself just kinda clicked and I was like, Hey, I can put this to use. And then just started company after company idea after idea started writing book after book after book after book after book yeah and that's the reason why i like to be on the radio because it's my podcast appreciation for all the people that missed this podcast appreciation (laughs) god damn it It (laughs) is is (sighs) i feel like myself whenever i sit here and i get to talk about things like this and if i'm not doing it then i don't feel like myself
0: no, it makes sense, man. I, I, it, it's funny because most <clears throat> autistic people are smart. That's what they're known for. Be yeah. Like you said, figuring out different solutions in real time. In real time. Yeah. Like, like I mean, are you good at Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, look, it, look at him. He's, He's trying to find a tutor. He's yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you got <laughs> Wow. I like to make. <laughs> hey, you got to be resourceful. I ain't mad at you. Though. You know what I mean? I ain't mad at you. If you can figure it All out, because right. my yeah. conjugates are fucked up. <laughs> I have no idea. So <laughs> if I can. Yeah.
3: So if I can learn the language in like two months.
0: Shit. I've been taking Spanish for like four years. Right. Right. I still, hola, como esta usted. (laughs) Right. And when somebody says, it's a a janitor at my old job. And uh, every time I, I remember the first time I met him, well I met him he gave me his name I told him my name and the next day I came up I said ah hola como esta usted he said oh uh, muy bien some 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 and I said hey whoa Uh, that's all I did (laughs) that's enough I thought you were just gonna speak back to me and we was gonna be cool
3: is Is that one of those you took off running the other direction yeah Yeah. I really need a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the same boat <laughs> as you can. No. I'm in the same boat as you. I can
1: start a conversation, yeah. but it ain't going nowhere. After that. Well, see, we don't start it. Well but I after can that. I can
2: I can understand it, but I can't talk yeah. back. So I'll if you're it. talking yeah. to if they're talking to me, I can I you can I don't know what they're saying.
3: That's them. a fancy right. way of saying I don't understand. I don't right. Understand. right. Yeah. No, I know what
0: they're saying, but I can't talk back can't to you. I can't talk back
2: to you. Yeah, I can't talk back to you. A lot of people
0: say that because I mean when you hear those words and sense of it and body language and and context clues. And then their body, like you said, body language. Language and then the way Their emotions You know what I'm saying Like I, if you have never seen Bloodline on Netflix It's this part where This Hispanic Bloodline guy TV. I know This Hispanic guy <laughs> His daughter died And he was like tell, He was speaking in Spanish To one of the cops To relay it back to the cop Who didn't speak mm-hmm. Spanish But the whole time He was talking I was just looking at His body language And I was like yeah, he he went and killed that dude because he felt like the police was not doing their job. After he relayed that whole message, that's pretty much what he said in a nutshell. But if
2: you listen, some of the words sound like I mean,
3: yeah. s- sound like it's all you, you just gotta it pay Mickey Mouse. Yeah, they it's Same one word. See, when I was in high school, I used to work at Sears, and on
2: Sunday, that's when all Hispanics go shopping. Yeah, because I want this is my this is my theory. This is because. robust. This, this is Yes. <laughs> because they all live together. Yeah. And the one person who speaks English, that's their day off.
0: So anything they do as so a family. So
2: everybody island. has to go on this day because there's one person that's. If you,
0: ex- you, yeah. That if, if you English. want your cat check cash. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're coming with
2: me. On Sunday, we're going, to Sears, we're going to the mall. We're going into town. <laughs> And so they would always be speaking to me. And then that's when I was, you know, in Spanish at school. Yeah. So I felt like I was, you like, you, like know, you, you, knew, <laughs> you know,
3: bilingual. You know, what sucks, though. Colors. What sucks, though, is that how terrible of human beings we are that none of us can speak Spanish. Yeah. My buddy Carlos, he lives in China now. And he's from Peru. And he speaks seven languages. Seven. And, and he was saying that whenever he came to America, he came to Dallas for the first time. And he was stuck at the DART bus station in downtown. And he said he kept trying to ask people in every language he knew for help, and everybody was just, like, scoffing at him and, yeah. you know, just throwing him away because he couldn't speak any. And he's sitting here thinking, like, I'm smarter than everybody, everybody here. here. And y'all acting and, like I'm. Like like exactly.
0: Yeah. Right. No, I, I think it's, I, me personally, I do want to learn Spanish. I tell people that all the time. I've been sitting up in the bed all this week till like, 1 o'clock in the morning reading Rosetta Stone going through mm-hmm. it, it's just hard for me to grasp it. When we went out last night, me and Harper, we, I was getting my car, and the guy said something that I barely understood to the other guy to go get my car. And I said, what are you speaking? And I said, is that Farsi? I think is how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. He's like, yeah. And he's like, how did you know? I was like, I just, like you said, I don't know how to speak it, but when yeah. it's, it's the certain dialects, when I hear it, I know what it is. But I think it's important that we do know certain things, because I tell people all the time, you can't go into Bishop Bart's district and or a, a Hispanic Part of town where they only take cash for food, and when you don't understand what the hell they saying, you get mad. That's their part of town. Oh, right. Right. And if we right. be honest, I mean, Hispanics back in the day, the Mexican American War, or whatever the name of that war was
3: mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the Alamo? No, uh. not that
0: <laughs> But you know, back in the day, like Hispanics, they, they own Texas, Arizona, parts of Colorado, and California, they own that. Like that Mexican American War was when, you know, the Americans. You know, took that from them. So, I mean, I think, especially living in Texas, you got to try to figure it out. You got yeah. to. Because, I mean, I will say this, though. It's go, sometimes
2: a little difficult, though, because what I learned when I moved here, yeah. I worked at the Sprint store by the Parks Mall, and we had. You worked uh, everywhere. I uh, know.
0: So,
4: <laughs>
2: so in, that, in that store, we had guys from Guatemala, Puerto Rico, Mexico, and. Um, somewhere else. And I did not realize that they all speak different. And then they get offended if you call them something if that they're, they're in not. they Salvadorian like, and they're Mexican. Yes. Yeah, they right. Get or pissed. Puerto Rican yeah. or whatever. And they like, it's all, I mean, they, they can, gen- they can generally understand each yeah. other, but it's just kind of like they have certain words yeah. that only, you know, they Black
0: use. people do that too, because Africans don't like to be African American. Well, that is not actually, the same. that's not a lie.
1: Uh, that's, yeah. Actually, that's a lie because we like to be African American. Y'all, Black Americans. Yeah. No, yeah. The, no. The, trust me. <laughs> yeah.
3: I know it's uh, one of those I, things I, mm, because you meeting. always
0: hear that and you be like, well,
1: no, we, you you hear that, we're the real African Americans.
3: Yeah. I was meeting with a guy um, last um, week. Yeah, no, yeah. He was a consultant, and I and I like the I like the point of view that he took in business, and so he was talking about how arrogant Americans are. Because he said that he helps people market their businesses to the Hispanic culture. But he said that we don't understand that, like you were saying, you have 40 different languages, all these different dialects, different values, different monetary systems, all this different stuff. And then here as an American, the typical American will go, well, I want to give my stuff to the Hispanic community. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not thinking about, <laughs> yeah. they're not thinking about what the, they're not thinking above <laughs> anything other than, well, well, I'm a, I'm, yeah. I'm an American and we are all, we speak American. Yeah. Amer- American, speak American? Yeah. So... So, yeah, and, I mean, it it would be the same thing. I mean, just think if somebody wanted to say, well, I want to get my product or my business to the Asian community. Well, we all know the Asian community is bigger and it consists of all these different cultures. So why would we just assume that every Hispanic person is from Mexico? Yeah, no, that's
1: true. I I I think it's it's a lack of effort. Like, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. And,
3: I mean, it goes back to what
1: you're saying. But, like, really, um, what you were talking to, uh, speaking to, About there being, you know, different cultures within, Mm -hmm. you know, this larger Hispanic, I guess, uh, Latin American or I mean, there's a lot of ways we can classify and I never remember the right way. So I apologize if you're offended. Um, But, you know, it's just they'll they'll understand if you show put forth forth effort a lot of times it's because people don't put forth effort you know, people are like, it's the same thing as when people don't try and pronounce your name. If people try and pronounce your name, you understand, like, especially if you have a hard name. Now, when you don't have a hard name, it's a little annoying. But, you know, when people try, you give them a break. But when people are like, can I call you Larry? I don't even care what one right. name is, right? Right. Like it, right. it, that That's when right. it's, you know, it's frustrating because mm-hmm. it's like you didn't try to understand me as a, as a person. You didn't try and reason with me as a person. You don't see me as a person. You see me as something less. And yeah. I think that's where it comes to. Mm-hmm.
3: I haven't gone to France or Italy or anything like that, but I have had a lot of friends who traveled outside the country, and I hear this a lot. You guys have probably heard it, too. If you go into a restaurant or go into a grocery store, you try to ask for and you don't even try to speak their language... Nobody will help you. But if you like pull out the dictionary and you show that you're trying, then everybody will start speaking English to you and they'll, you know, they'll treat you different. Because one of the things that I always say, I have a software development team that's in India. And I don't care if I offend anybody with that. And somebody says, oh, you should be giving jobs to people here in America. Well, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with. I, ha- I have a team of people that have zero expectations and they offer so much yeah. when the typical person here, we have so many oh, expectations yeah. and we don't offer jack that shit to shit. society.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And with you saying that, I wanted to talk about you.
3: Um, you created the Smarter app. So mm-hmm.
0: how did you come up with that concept and tell us a little bit about that? Uh,
3: I believe in a different, a different future, man. I don't think that a car salesman has ever sold a car. I think we sell cars. I think that we sell our clothes, you know, like uh, we sell the shoes. I mean, I want to buy those shoes that are on your feet right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what are those, the curries? Is that what those are? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> that would mean my granddaddy's here. <laughs> so, no, I just, uh, you know, I, I consulted with multi-level marketing companies for a while. And uh, I would help them with their compensation programs, help them with training, whatever. But one of the things that I learned in multi-level marketing is, is it's old, and it's and it can be updated. And I don't think that people need to have to buy kits or be forced to buy a certain brand. Just like we were talking about in the part of the radio show that got cut off, we shouldn't be forced <laughs> you just keep to bringing it up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in the past. You, you man. just keep ripping <laughs> off the bandage. <laughs> but I don't think that we have to. I don't think that we have to. Uh, I don't think that we have to do business the way that we're doing. I, I, we designed a piece of software for people to be able to make money off of purchases that other people are doing just by building a shopping network. But at the same time, we built a piece of software so that you can turn... you. At the end of the day, multi-level marketing is really good for building assets. Yeah. And assets are what everybody needs to build income. An asset is... It's going to make money for you when you're not doing anything. So we built a piece of software in our mobile phones to allow anybody to build an asset. And so, like, if a company, if if any supplement company, if uh, you know, if if any company of any kind wanted to build a big, nice referral network for their company, then they could just come to us. We have the patents on the software, and we can we could take your radio station and we could turn it into an asset generating money-making machine. Well, we need to be talking about that after the show. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. <laughs> so I know you were saying um, the
0: app is projected to give back a trillion dollars of income by 2019. That's very philanthropic. How is that? like? How Because when I look at this, I'm thinking a trillion dollars to it's going back out to everybody. Right. How is that, how is that even
3: possible? So <clears throat> what I was saying about the, the brands that we buy and the things that we do You know, everybody's waiting for more jobs to be created and everybody's waiting for somebody to turn something around. But what we can do is repurpose things that are already here. So, you know, you have all these different companies that are out there that are building all different new buildings and there's all these buildings that are not being used. Yeah. So you have to find a solution for that. Well, it's the same thing with our the clothes that we buy, you know. Our government can only do so much. There's not a whole lot that people can do to help unless mass people change and start doing things to help themselves. So you just change the way that people buy things. You change the way people use their cell phones, make these little subtle changes that allow people to make money for themselves by referring people into all these different software programs. The corporations that have been running our country for so long, I say a trillion dollars Dude, that's a joke. It's a drop in the bucket if you compare what Target and Walmart and Best... And and Six Flags and everybody that's making... I mean, they're creating our, our economy that's worth hundreds and thousands of trillions of dollars. So what we can do is we can take... Instead of taking profit from an item that's sold and giving it back to the retail chain, we can take the profit from an item that's sold and distribute it back to a network of people. So whenever I say I want to give a trillion dollars back, I want to give a trillion dollars back just to show that it could have been fucking done the whole time. Yeah. Just to show that you guys can be making purchases and buying food and going to restaurants and doing all this stuff every day. And we're making so much profit on it that we could pay for your school yeah. and we could you know we could buy you a new car and we could do all this stuff for you bet we're not doing oh. so so just build a piece of software where we can share something on our phone mm-hmm. we can say hey you you should try this brand out mm-hmm. and you download the app and you make purchases and you share people and you can do it with all different kinds Name of brands yeah. all doesn't matter. Everybody's blown away by this rain. I just looked up. <laughs> I'm like, damn, is it? <laughs> I looked in, I'm like, oh, what? what
4: the hell going on? Outside?
3: <laughs>
1: I, the, I felt like I didn't have like a good attention span, but I'm glad to know everybody else was paying because yeah. I was looking out here like, where did that come? From? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I was also. Cloud, I thought I was a meteorologist
1: <laughs> for a minute because I was like, all right, is that cloud moving fast? Is it going to be here for a minute? Like, what, <laughs> what? what's going on
0: right? now? <laughs> you also had a uh, inside the app. You have something about ch- it's called churches and charities donation program. The reason I like that is because. Because it it you have it set up to where I think you said you could use a passcode to where the money can be distributed to where it's supposed to go, exactly. And I think that's important because a lot of churches be stealing. So I thought that was a
3: pretty dope thing to create that passcode. A lot of, in ch- my opinion, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of ch- it's not just churches. It's oh yeah, of course. Ch- yeah, yeah. I Hallelujah. mean, you're talking like ninety. Pr- Thank I, you. I had this talk. I had this talk no with promise. my kids. I had this talk with my kids. <laughs> you should have been there for this talk. I, I said, okay. So I'm explaining to them what a church is. A church is a building that provides a service for income. Yeah. Taco Bell is a building that provides a service for income. But if you don't go to Taco Bell and spend enough money, does anybody ever tell you that you're going to go to hell for not doing that? Yeah. No, it's just an organization that's designed to to say, take on money. So, uh, most of our same nonprofit organizations that are being run right now by these huge big corporate conglomerates, they're 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 just taking percent of what they're taking in and they're giving it to the profits of the people, like the people within the organization. They're not actually doing research or doing anything to try and make the world better. So yeah, so we came up with this program where somebody could share a passcode and then we make sure that those earnings go to that organization. And not only do they go to that organization, but we'll double or triple the amount of earnings sometimes to that organization. We'll always double. We can triple it if we can So we're taking enough profit, and even though we're distributing this profit back into people, we still have enough profit to where we can do free money Fridays and take on bonuses and get to the point to where we are buying people life insurance and health insurance and paying for people's cell phone bills just because they're building their networks bigger. And because they're not tied to a brand, Mm -hmm. that's what makes it even more powerful.
0: You also had one. Now, I'm going to read this verbatim for the people out there that are probably like, this nigga's reading. You also created a business incubator which helps with providing assistance through education, mentorship, publishing services, which in the end creates commerce for many people in communities. That's one of the things that I like on top of all of this you're saying how you're talking about helping out the churches and nonprofit organizations and education. And to me, I always talk about, especially in the black community, how can we create real wealth? How can we give back? How can we create commerce in our community? And this app seems to encompass all of those attributes.
3: Yes, the I think the I think the problem that a lot of new businesses and entrepreneurs and everything they get they get short-sighted and so focused on making income that they don't figure out how to circulate income. Money is currency, so it has to flow. You don't need to build a product that people buy. You need to build a product, a platform for people to make purchases and sell things through. you Like the New York Stock Exchange yeah. or or a banking system. And the bigger the system that you can build, the more money that you can ultimately make. The cool thing is, is I'm a bad motherfucker and I <laughs> wanna give back. I believe that I'm supposed to be a superhero and my purpose is to do all these things and so I'm just gonna keep on doing them. So, you know, our foundry, we're at the point to where we need to open up a a corporate office. I don't want to open a. I fired my board of directors, man. Like I don't want to open a corporate office. I want to take, especially the South Dallas community. People are like, why aren't you open? Why are you opening your uh, your foundry in Grand Prairie? Why don't you bring it to Frisco? Because, I love his voice. Because <laughs> everybody would fucking take their th- their thing to Frisco. Yeah, Frisco, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What about DeSoto and Oak Cliff and and Irving and South? Sa- and the the part of Irving that people aren't paying attention yeah, to, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Like these people need opportunities too. So now an entrepreneur, if somebody in Frisco wants to build something better, then they're, they're more than welcome to it. Yeah. But we're gonna have the right people. We're gonna have the environment. We can take an entrepreneur. We can provide them with our publishing company. Our they can get business cards printed. They can make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They can have daycare. They can have access to investors. They can have help getting their company to the point to where it's invested in. If they need to wrap their car for their business, they can do it all in house, and it's going to cost them two hundred dollars a month.
0: That's a good. I think don't they have Netflix out in Frisco now? Like they are building a. They're basically trying to make like a Texas-sized Silicon Valley. And they're starting it out in that area, in Frisco, and I think it, is it Louisville where like the Capital One and all that stuff is? Plano. Plano. Yeah, but it's like that the, the, that part of Plano where they're building up. But, I, I mean, I agree with you, and I think a lot of times we do forget about, like, as you're saying, the little people. We want to go out to Frisco. We want to go to those places, I mean, to be honest with you, where white people are comfortable to me. And, like, if you try to sell a business, like, if you were like, hey, let's go to DeSoto or let's go to the south side of Dallas and I want to have this meeting there. A lot of people outside of, you know, prominent people, affluent people, white people, they don't know... That there are hidden treasures and diamonds in the south oh, side yeah. of oh, Dallas. No, you find in the south side. They don't know. She was I apologizing was for him? kicking me. Yes, yeah, oh, she, right. you she kicked, kicked me under
2: yes. the table. <laughs> but you know, I'm sorry for you t- I'm sorry. Because t- <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> you just Excuse fucked me. it all up.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I, no, I really do. I like what you're doing, man. I like where you're going with it. I do wish you a lot of success with it. The first hour is almost over. You're more than welcome to stay the second hour if you want to.
3: Yeah, I would love to stay the second hour because the second
0: hour we talk about pretty much anything.
3: Oh, we yeah. we're not doing that now.
0: No, Well, yeah, we're not. <laughs> this one, real professional. Yeah, we're oh, to we real oh, enlightening okay. yeah, and, oh, you know, uh, uh,
2: and you know, uh, uh, real, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about more than bullshit. Substantial <laughs> 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 and you know, we want to
3: educate. Real education. Edu- well, right, right. Okay, so, <laughs> so so let's get on it then. But, so in
2: the next hour, you can be a real <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs>
3: relationships over and over and we have the same relationships and so father's day and mother's day it's the same thing you know going (laughs) 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 we weren't on the air
2: (laughs) 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 are you kidding me this is
0: why i need an executive producer
3: oh man
0: uh, this is why. I,
3: Rit, I saw you Rit, just there. Yeah, he looked at me like he gave
0: me that look like you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at I'm not good at
1: hiding that on yeah. my face. Yeah. and the worst part is I think I am, and it's not yeah. at all. When
3: he, when he no, came. I saw it. I yeah.
0: looked at you, and then I was they, looked, I was they like, looked at him first, and then <laughs> I was like, oh shit, and I looked at. <laughs> Yeah, I need an executive producer. So what you uh, you know, run it back real quick. Uh, what no, you know, mean I, I really do need an executive producer. I do. The and music. that was a great show, did, guys. It, it we good. had uh,
3: so yeah. much yeah. <laughs> fun. Two great intros. <laughs> good night, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> right. Max <Matt Sadie> said. He said until next time. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Well, well, you can keep going. The Lost part. Episode. Yeah, the that, Lost that's Episode. That's what it's going to be called,
0: yeah. too. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm naming this one. Well, my dad just,
2: cool. Just to wrap it up. He cool.
0: Yo, dad cool. We <laughs> was talking about like, Father's Day. I love him. I don't really mess with <laughs> that dude. And Reg- <laughs> Reggie, said, Reggie said he doesn't really talk to his dad. Um, I gave this Jason was telling him. Jason was really in the, in the mix. But he was just basically kind of summing up saying how his dad was not, you know, he didn't really have that that big of a relationship with his dad and and certain things he remember vaguely because they happened so few and far in between. And you can continue on now, man. I apologize to all of you. We don't need oh, to pull no. that Periscope no. video. <laughs> right? We really no. right? We <laughs> <don't>. You <laughs> know
3: what? We'll make it a DVD. We'll call it the lost episode. <laughs> right. anyway, there we go. A hey, awesome. YouTube. No, you know... Um, <laughs> this is why I tell you I need <laughs> help. That's... <Yeah. laughs> but I also believe that that's the reason why we are the people that we are. That's yeah. the reason why I became the father that I am. Like, I fought for my daughter in court for about a year and a half. Yeah. And and i was i was fighting a system that was put in place just because i was a father i wasn't even fighting against her mom uh for most of it it was just this system and you know even though father's day is coming up i was walking out the door this morning and my daughter's like hey happy father's day i was like it's father's day oh, it's, it's coming up i have a birthday coming up who gives a shit <laughs> like who why like, i I got stuff to do yeah. i got my daughter and I have the greatest relationship in the entire world, and I would rather she not know that there was some holiday called father 's day where we all had to take this day and we 're forced to se- and like you said off the air uh, you know we have to feel forced like we have to say, okay, well, you have to feel this way about father 's day or you have to feel this way about father 's day and yeah. we have to do this thing based on. The way we've all been doing things,
2: and you know, one thing that I do like about, about my dad—about
0: <laughs> my dad—because
2: dad, I, I was trying, because no, <laughs> no, I, was, I was, trying to specify, but I forgot. No, I don't, I don't think have no, to because yeah, nobody you knows. Nobody yeah. knows about you. Nobody knows about it. <laughs> Not my dad. It's so, all a little anyway. secret. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> one thing about my dad is he's always saying, "Gabriel, right, don't give me nothing." He's always saying, "Like, what was that?"
0: That was just saying, "Lock away the key." Oh. oh, okay.
4: So, I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa. what's going on?
0: Like, oh lord! My chin is shook.
1: I was like, oh shit! I don't even want to look down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can't deal with y'all. But my dad is always telling me, he's like, he always says, "Gabriel, don't give me nothing. Yeah. And if you can't afford to come home, don't even come home. Just call me, send me a text message. He's very, I'm telling you, he's very low key. He does not even care about yeah. Father's Day. Like, I really probably, I'm going to go home, but it's not because he's like, so you're going to come down for Father's Day? Yeah. It's just like, whatever, frugal. I'm going to go home. And then if I if I tell him I'm going to take him out to eat, he's probably going to be like, girl, I cook, which okay, so, is really the best. So if
3: you made him a macaroni necklace, would he eat the macaroni? He, would he eat it? Because like, you said
2: he's frugal. Oh, no, he's he ain't he ain't that that, that will make a difference. Yeah, <laughs> right.
3: That's you the line. That's, that's the, the line, that's the line that nobody heard. That will cross the line.
2: he's not gonna eat it. We really lost all the good stuff. Yeah, he'll hang it up. He'll Woo. hang it up. But it's like he ain't gonna. I'm hiring an executive
0: producer. <laughs> <laughs> I need some
2: help. You're right. <laughs> you say you hiring? Oh, nah. Yeah. I must say you better specify hiring these. Yeah. You won't getting get paid. It's an internship.
0: Like, I can do that. Experience, yes. 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 I'll pay you for two fifty an hour. Oh, five dollars Okay. Yeah, I right. ain't thinking about that. No. And there's no
2: tips. No, no tips. No yeah. tips.
0: Reggie, please give us a quick rundown of Father again. We got it. we gotta I mean. Dang. Um
1: No, you don't you don't really deal with him. Um Yeah, uh he he lives up here. I lived in Houston. Um didn't really talk to him, maybe saw him a couple times. I feel like I'm trying to right. like speed, speed. talk yeah. this yeah. way. No, you yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't didn't talk to him. Two fifty, two fifty. No, <laughs> yeah, didn't really talk to him. So like, I came came an adult under I guess our 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 culture's uh, perspective. I don't really feel like I'm an adult. I really do feel like I'm a big ass kid.
0: But, I feel like that too.
1: Um, became eighteen and he wanted to get in my life and I was like I don't really feel the need for it. Um, but yeah, that don't really talk to him. But I have like I've been very blessed to have a whole bunch of Really great male role models in my life, yeah. uh, to where like I never really felt that, like I was lacking, lacking anything. That. And That's then my, my mom had strong, like very strong character to the yeah. point where like I never felt like I you were lacking was anything. lacking anything.
0: No, I had the, I mean, that was the same thing for me. My dad, I, my dad left when I was the first time he left. I was eight. The second time he left, I was twelve. But even when he left around twelve, he was only there for like a year. He had came back, and then like you, he showed up at my graduation. But like you said, when you go through these things where you fall in love and you get your heart broke, and you have a friend, you get into it with your friend, and you ain't cool with your friend no more. Uh, When you get, you know, when you physically hurt yourself and you learn how to dust your own self off, or like you said, if you're at church or school or wherever, and you have that mentor that may not even know he's your mentor, but that person you look up to, you don't really need a father. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's one. I think the the one time that I really had a, a real conversation with my dad, I think I was about. 24 I was dating this girl and I was 24 years old and I cared about it but I really didn't know how to express myself and I remember calling him because I was losing that girl and I was crying and I was like dad I don't know what to do I don't know what to say how do I do this to quit making these mistakes and he literally was like I don't really know. I don't have an answer for you. You know what I'm saying? And nothing against him because my mindset was like how could he because my granddad was married 5 times. Yeah. So they never had anything consistent. My now my granddad is married and he's been married to this woman 20 years, but that long I think that was his longest marriage, you know what I'm saying? So he really never saw consistency or love. So how could you see it for me? But the one good memory I do have is when I probably was like five or six. Anytime we would go to the grocery store, my mom would go into the grocery store and shop. And my dad would do, we would play this game where he would make these noises, like this beat with his mouth. And me and my brother would have to figure out what show it was. He did like the Scooby-Doo theme song, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Sanford and Son. So that's really one of the biggest memories. And anytime we would go to Dairy Queen, he would always get the uh, ice cream. I don't know what it's called. Where you the, dip the vanilla and he'd dip it in the chocolate and when you turn it up, it's frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, I like I literally have nothing. And like you, it's like he reaches out to me still now to this day, but because we, I don't have a communication. Sometimes when he talks to me, I feel like he still talks to me as if I'm a kid. Like, I'm the 12-year-old Anthony. He'll talk about the Cowboys and he'll talk about video games. And I'm like, I don't even really play video games. I don't have time to play video games. And I don't get to watch sports as much as I would like to because I am a man now. So you're running your own business. I'm doing photography, going to school, going to work 45 hours a week. Like, I really don't have that time. So we don't have a connection and it's unfortunate that All of us in here are black men and we really don't have a strong connection with our fathers. And I think it's a generational thing that I hope within the next 25, 50 years is changing. You know, like you being there for your daughter, I don't think you have a kid. I don't have any kids. No. Do you have a kid? No. Okay. But it's like I, I would think that in my mind, uh, LeBron James says it all the time. He want to give his kids something mm-hmm. that his father never gave him. And I feel like when I do become a father, if that ever happens, I will be prepared. For one, I didn't have it too young, in my opinion. And two, I've kind of learned some things and went through th- some things myself to be able to pass on those attributes or the attributes I want to instill in my kid. So I, feel I he have bad kids. Who me? Yeah. Who, you said you heard. I, I feel. Heard? <laughs> I, I feel like old parents have bad <laughs> oh, kids because oh, oh. old old oh, people no.
2: they got got whole, no, they got a whole <laughs> oh, no. bunch of patients and they're like oh just been like I um,
1: my mom got remarried. Um, and so I have two step or half brothers. Yeah. I don't consider them my half brothers; those my brothers. Yeah, I
0: uh, I don't consider them niggas family. Um,
1: <laughs> oh my that. god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that savage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and this actually helps me because I feel like I, I understand in some way, a small yeah. way, uh, kind of that paternal yeah. you know relationship because like they do look up to me. But my next brother was born when I was 13. Yeah, so I how old is he i feel this is how i feel like a father i'll never remember how old he is. that's true this is true i'm always counting i'm like he was born in oh oh five he's about to be 11 okay all right and then the next one is about eight i think eight yeah Yeah. so like they're they're young i really just did the math um they're Mm -hmm. young and uh like i you know i i had to deal with them and i learned but you know i got way away from what i was talking about she got remarried and uh like my stepfather was cool like i got to i got to have that relationship which was dope but you know like now my mom deals with uh, you know those guys so much nicer they do stuff that would have gotten me like Thanks. concussions like they do stuff that would have gotten me knocked yeah. flat out like oh, cool. one, one hitter quitter two yeah. piece in a biscuit type stuff <laughs> yeah. and like they'll just be walking around talking to her all the time well I mean like not like super disrespectful yeah. but like stuff that like I could never get away yeah. with and I'm just sitting there looking at them do they live leave. here? they live with her like down in Houston oh in Houston? yeah
0: is it in the suburb
1: area? oh yeah mostly white?
2: That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean somewhat, anything. But, it's well, because just, I, she's old. I mean, I am not necessarily, she's old, but. You know what I mean. That's because she, it's she's old. older. She, she
1: said she was old. There was one day I was uh, I was hanging out at her house and I was looking for something to drink and I opened, opened the fridge and she had like, uh, she had grapefruit juice and cran grape juice. That was it. It was that. Or I could get some water. <laughs> and I was like, mom, why you got all these old people drinks? Yeah. And she hit me with something I did not expect. She was just like, that's because I'm old. And I was just like, you she wait. said, and so matter yeah. of fact, I was like, oh. I didn't even like that wasn't something I was you thinking oh, I, ge- okay, it, I guess you're last old, night okay. when I
0: was coming home I knew I was old I my second drink they was like we want to go to the next spot I said I ain't worried about no girls tonight I just want to go back and get in my bed <laughs> my I, don't care, I don't care about the extra girl I mean it was beautiful women out there I'm just like I don't give a shit I just want to go home have me another beer and fall asleep watching And TV.
2: that's funny. I read this meme, I think it was either this morning or last night when I was at home in my bed doing nothing and it was like all of my childhood punishments are now my adulthood goals. Like I just want to stay at home <laughs> yeah. in my room. <laughs> don't, don't don't. I told my the daughter phone. the same thing. Like, I
3: tell my daughter, I'm like, 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 I told my daughter, I said, you know what I'm going to start doing? When you get in trouble, I'm going to go take a nap. Right, like, right, <laughs> and then right, you can pay the bills right. and, and you can make sure the electricity stays right. on you can go to the grocery store <laughs> you can That's do all good. that stuff but but no man like you know like i said i i went to court and i remember saying i remember saying to my attorney and to the judge that there is nowhere in any book where it is written which is scientific law or anything like that that says that a mother is better at rearing the child but i can give you all different kinds of documents you know anything Just to show that what happens when a father is not in the child's life, and I think, like you said, I think we are we we're children of a broken generation. You know, like it's it's years and years of problems stacked up. And what my hope is is that there are more not dads out there like me, but more parents that are actually creating a family. Like one of the books that I was working on last year, and I just never got it out. It was called "Return of the Father: Return of the Family," and that's all I was talking about is. We are a generation, us. We are a generation of men with nothing to do. We're a generation of men without a goal. And then you expect, and then society expects us to be fathers. It's because we're being told to do this and this and this and this. But most men that are have illegitimate children... <laughs> They weren't even trying to be a father when they had that kid. They weren't thinking about a dad. They were a completely different generation. That was a person that wanted to bust a nut and they ended up having a kid. And now they have two kids or five kids or six kids or whatever it is. I was the one that was holding off because I was like, I don't want to be a father because I'm going to turn into my dad. My dad was a piece of shit and I'm going to be a piece of shit. So I don't want to. Same way. And then, and then, yeah, I think, I've I've said it a couple times man. I think if a father would just hold their child one time. Just once, you know? Just just be there. If you're going to leave, leave because of the relationship but be in the baby's life. But just hold your baby one time. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, "Oh." Yeah. I can be a dad. Yeah, it's just like you just feel this yeah. come out of you. It's like, cast away evil spirits. And then my dad is like, whoa, <laughs> like ghost dad, like Bill Cosby, He jumps up. Yeah. I don't know. i you know, pops. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, that's what I felt like. And you, you hold your child. I mean, she's like really small, you know, and I'm sitting here thinking like, damn, like I was this small one time, you know, and oh, my God. mom told me we were born at home. My mom told me like as soon as I was born, my dad said. I'm going to go wash the car. And yeah. he left for like a week. <laughs> what? And I'm sitting here thinking like, all I want to do is spend every single moment yeah. holding this child. Yeah. You know?
0: That's what uh, Artisa always tells me. That, cause I'm like, I don't know if I ever want kids. And she's like, if you have one, and like you said, if you hold it or you see that child, it will change. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: know because I feel like um, I'm gonna be
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: kind of freaks you out
1: we were getting all emotional. <laughs> she was like stop that
2: yeah. <laughs> no so I'm gonna tell you but how it's really gonna feel i no but I feel like sometimes it freaks people out because I I remember of course I don't know exactly how how a man feels or what's going through his head but mm-hmm but somebody took a picture of my son's dad at the hospital when he was holding my son and in his like his face was looking like shit it's,
3: because <laughs> of the his generation face, that's what
2: his face looked like yeah. it, it because of like, society because oh of the God. generation no.
3: like okay so like a hundred years ago people had their family their faith and their farm and that was it like you selected a woman that would have sex with you and you spent the rest of your yeah. life with her yeah. you know and then as they grew up you started getting cars and tvs and jobs and men started having more freedom and people started being able to have the ability to cheat and go screw around and everything like that at the end of the day look at nature We're just another animal in society. Just because we figured out how to build that tractor doesn't make us smarter. It just means that we learn how to use tools. So most families, most fathers, most parents these days, they're not ready to be a parent. They haven't even thought about what it's like to be a parent. They just know that my penis got touched for the first time when I was like 11. You know And I wanted somebody To touch my penis again So you know what I mean I'm going to grow up And see how many Damn, people I can 11? get to touch my penis
2: Don't say that My baby's 11 this year Oh
3: it's going to happen oh, I, been, I mean <laughs> we, do, do you want to hear it Or yeah. do you want us to Like Act not like say it
1: Because
0: like, I, it was, I tell our teens The same thing yeah. she be like Oh yeah this. I'm like He's touching himself.
3: You're, he's been touching himself since he was six. Yeah. No way. <laughs> well,
2: okay, Why no, mean, no. I will say that because he sleeps with his hand. He does. Like I'll go in his room and his hand will be in his pants. When That's he sleeps. because he
3: fell asleep doing it. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a cold fruisky. He <laughs> figuring
0: that thing out. I'm just telling you, man. He I'm asked freaking.
2: me this week, could he get a, a, a Instagram or a, a Snapchat? And I was just kind of like mm. petrified. Yeah,
3: it's coming. Mm. I was just like, Wait till you start um, finding them socks on but think bed. about that. Think about a hundred years. <laughs> Ago. Think, you're disgusting. think no. about a hundred years ago. Young boys are disgusting. Or even fifty years <laughs> that ago. Is yeah. Like think about sixty years ago when your parents said you're gonna find a nice girl and you're gonna court her for a year or two and guys would sit That's there like, guys would like guys would go to high school and college and get a job and then say, Look at me and then a woman would say, Okay, we can be together. Yeah. Now a twelve-year-old can get a Snapchat and say, "Hey, you want to come over and touch my penis?" And then, and and that's it. Yeah. There, there's no value. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's just a game. It's mm-hmm. not being taken seriously well, at know, all. also
0: funny that you what you're saying, Jason, is also like if you do long. have a man that's wanting to court a woman, he's thirsty. Yeah, if he's chasing, like that's oh, the yeah. wrong woman. I'm just saying, but that's how a lot of women you think right. these you, I, mean, I guess you yeah. open her the door, you yeah. call her, like it, you know when you see a movie. And you see that movie, and that guy wants that girl's number, but the girl don't give it to him. But some kind of way, he finds out how to right. get her number or her address. Or he showed up at a job up at a or something. And exactly. she's like, oh. But in real life, I am like, uh, security. <laughs> how did he find me? That's not realistic people, anymore.
3: People are not. But I, I, I could be wrong, uh, but I wrote this before, and a whole lot of women were like, he's right. He's right. I said, women don't want a man that's in pursuit of a woman. Women want a man that's in pursuit of a goal. Like, men, women seem to be more attracted That's to it. men that have something bigger to do with their life. They're doing something. They're reaching towards something. They're actually working their ass towards something. Like, the most most of the men that are chasing, the, those are the guys that are sitting on their mom's couch that are saying, Hey, girl, holler at me. Hey, girl, <laughs> I'm holler from the garbage truck, you know, like on moving day, hollering from the garbage yeah. truck saying, Hey, give me your number. Yeah. Because they're not looking at... The lack of value, the lack of worth that that woman might not see in that person. Yeah. A woman, I don't think that a woman is attracted to a Ferrari. I think a woman is attracted to the character that it took to get the Ferrari, because this day and age, 2016, the bigger house, the nicer car, it it is that alpha symbol that the women used to look for hundreds of years ago to find the guy with the biggest shoulders. You know, with the Anthony, with the Anthony Pecks. Like, no, I'm serious, man. You take it, a, you take it a hundred years ago. Some <laughs> to go for that Ferrari.
0: I mean, they're not thinking about what it took to get it. They ain't thinking about it. Yeah. Know, they going to see the so, Ferrari. But you, you said,
2: but you said the, the, some hoes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's some, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because
0: yeah. it is women and it's hoes. It's like it's men and it's players. You know, right. Yeah. Right. We have right. demographics in, 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 you know, in those ways, too. So no, finish what you're saying. I'm so, but I think you're right about the whole like physique thing and whatever you're saying. I like the way you're taking it back. But you know what? I'll say this
2: too. I was going to say this earlier when you were saying about the old days. I I don't I don't maybe you can you can explain this to me. Back then, I felt like men cheated just like they do now. But it was but they they had less options. But they went (laughs) no. Yeah, they had less. Older people, I say older people that I know, they had plenty. But they always came home they always took care of home they it was always like this is I'm gonna go play and yeah. they, it was never it was like it was unspoken so like the woman knew that this is what he was doing yeah. but he had I guess enough respect to respect the household still yeah. take care of his kids still take right. care of his family still go to work every day and then on the weekend he might, be gone and doing whatever it is he's it's doing it's not
1: necessarily respect and i that's I, I don't
2: I don't, on, that's I don't know what to say right there
1: i generally try and you know stay away from that recency bias because we do do this and we kind of um have a certain nostalgia towards yeah. the past and try and make it seem better we do this with music a yeah. lot as well sure um but we want to look back and say that it was better than humans or humans in the nature is still very much the same there was a lot of cheating and back in mm-hmm. the, the day particularly i'll think back to like the 50s or yeah. like right. the 60s yeah. right um, and the reason why, in some cases, people would stay and still have that home is because there was there was more of a stigma against it. You couldn't continue your lifestyle without having that family, without having right. the status of "this is my trophy wife, these are my kids." So, like, there's still that there was that reason to have it, and then also, you know, like you'd be shamed, you'd be publicly shamed yeah. if you were if you were breaking up your family just to go chase. But
3: now, but now people will. They'll get in a relationship, they'll post on Facebook, I'm in love with this person, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this person. And a month later, they're like, that person's a piece of shit, and I don't ever wanna see them again. Yeah. And two days later, I found a new person that I'm. And, and the whole time, what is somebody doing? Like, mm-hmm. like, like reinforcing that behavior in us. And so, like you said, humans are humans. I, 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 I appreciate exactly what you were saying. I think it's true that you might have had. I just what I was saying about options now is people don't have that society. There is no nine to five. There is no people that are going to publicly shame people. Mm-hmm. I could go cheat on three wives in a row and I could still be successful. And people would be like, that's the dude that cheated on three wives in a row, you know, and then I could become I could b- still build out my lifestyle yeah. and nothing would be affected.
1: I wouldn't necessarily say that, though, like there were there were plenty of people. Eons are tons of people that were successful in spite of how bad they are. That's kind of the American dream, right? Like the American dream is you can be successful despite whoever All you may your, be or yeah. in spite of yourself. Yeah. So, like, I, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that's changed. I think what's changed is the vehicles in which it's done, the ways in which we can see it. And obviously, because you're speaking of social media, like, uh, I, I think technology has made it so that it's more evident to a lot more people. Right. But I think that this stuff was maybe it might be more prevalent. And I'm, obviously, I'm not a social sci- uh, scientist to where I know, like, the stats and figures around it. But like, I feel like it might be more prevalent, but it's not as startling a jump as we would like to like to believe, because I think in some ways we like to we like extremes in general. We love to say, I love things or I hate things. There's never any gray area that's very binary. So I think in some ways we want it to be, you know, the world's going to hell in the handbasket or it's the best of all times. And
3: if we're being conditioned to things to see it more, then we're not going to make as big a deal out of it. If you had all the parents on the or all the family on the same street and everybody was working at the same factory and everybody was doing the same thing then you probably had a neighborhood bar where all those men hung out at then you had the hookers that would go into the bar yeah. you know like we now with the social media with tv with the way that everybody has more freedom we are just seeing a whole lot of stuff more like i mean think about this dude like and i'm not trying to make this is not about race or anything mm-hmm. 60, 70, 80... we had people that were marching in the streets and cops that were beating them and then people that stood up to the cops and then a stop was put to it people will pull out their cell phone and record a cop beating the shit out of somebody or and I'm not even talking about like good cop bad cop or anything like that I'm talking about there is so much that we are just conditioned to that it doesn't even affect us anymore. People cheating in relationships, accidents, uh, violence, whether it's a, a person beating their husband or wife or, uh, or you know riots and people standing up for free speech and then being beat down and not being able to stand up for free speech or whatever. I think, I think we just have so many more, maybe that could be probably it, is you didn't have TV and then you had TV, and now you have seventy TVs that you interact with, you know, in all different manners, and seeing all these different things over and over again. So before you just got your news from a TV, now it's like, well, that person's doing this, and this person's doing this, and everybody's just kind of accepting that we're just human beings and we're we have human nature.
0: I don't yeah. think people are, are. I think people are not. How am I, let me word this right because you're too very well-spoken. You're right, and I'm just like, let <laughs> I me mean, And listen. I was going to tell him earlier, if you wanted if the statistics that you didn't know with the way you sound, you could have bullshitted yeah, and people would have been like, like, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Which is a yes, part of what social yeah, media yes. does. But i right. right. here bullshit. To, I'm to no, exactly. it. Right. Right. it. allows you to group think. And it kind of goes back to what you guys are saying. But that's why it's important to have people that will call people on bullshit to where like, not to be funny, like you were saying, if a guy does cheat, and mess around with multiple women, like we've talked about in here before, if you got that homeboy, if I'm your friend, Mm -hmm. and I'm sleeping with all these women and I'm doing wrong, it has to be you or that friend that says, hey dude like is, you, you're going too far right. You're doing it very yeah. much As opposed to the pat on the back Like oh man that's dope She yeah. fine She fine Keep it up I think it, it's, it's We are in a society That it is a lot of groupthink, But we just have to have people To be able to say That's Tell bullshit accountable. We I hold call it account- re- yeah. reinforced justification Yeah reinforce justification
3: it's, it's no matter what it is Whatever behavior That you're willing to put forth You have a whole bunch of people That'll pat them on the back I think And I think that's Why I got here A lot of people call me A motivational speaker I think I piss people off When I talk to them mm-hmm. But it's like you were saying about your dad. Yeah, I, I don't stick up for my daughter just because she's my daughter. I remember the first time my daughter got bit by a dog. And you know why she got bit by a dog? Because she was trying to pet the dog that was under the table. And I kept telling her Plane if you stuff. keep pet that dog that's under he the table, that he's he going face. under the table <laughs> get away from you. Yeah. He's not going under the table so you can chase him under the table. Yeah. So she got bit. And then everybody stares at me like, well aren't you going to knock the shit out of the dog? Or put but, the dog down. That's oh,
0: yeah, exactly?
2: no. almost like the same as um, like when I was being parented as a kid, it's like, you know, have you ever been getting, doing something as a kid? And then your mom was like, you better not cry. Because I told you, so don't <laughs> right. you better, don't be jumping off the back of that <laughs> right. truck. When you jump off the back of that truck and then you break your arm, you better not cry. Yeah. Right. You just So now you walk around like... <gasps>
3: Trying to hold then you come by and say you all right well, my <laughs> daughter did that the other day she did it. she hit her she hit her foot she hit her foot she's like hits her foot on the table she's like i'm not going to she, she's like no no daddy i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> artie just got a fall my son same thing happened she was like she's asking him are
0: you okay he's like yeah i'm i'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm, I'm, and she's like are you really okay he's like uh, I'm, okay. I mean, I'm okay. He was trying to hold it in. It's he was right. convincing like, himself yeah, he was, was okay. She was, yeah, she was like, You're okay. Go sit down. Go do whatever He's like, Yeah, but I just, I miss you. I was like, Man, just here it goes. Just, here it go. It's <laughs> coming all <laughs> down here from me. Right, Is right. This, because you know what? That's One time, kidding. like, uh, this house
2: I used to live in, the, the washroom was outside. Yeah. So Cameron was outside with me, and the wind blew the door. And at this time, he was smaller. So he was like, Right uh, level with the doorknob, right. and the doorknob, like, Hit Him in man. the, in the yeah. side, yeah. but it was hard. Like, I thought I was gonna have to take him to the hospital. Yeah. It was like, boom, he was just like, Yeah, I'm
4: yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like That just happened,
2: but I'm okay. I was like, Did he cry? He walked into the backyard, he was just like,
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to, man. But you know, it's so funny that you say that too. And I think it's important when we come back to men and how men treat women mm-hmm. and needing men in society because it's gonna take men, real men, to change society. Is giving him a space to cry. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of... When we grew up as boys, they're like, don't cry, suck it up, whatever. You have to have some kind of emotional component to your personality as a man. Because if not, I mean, you'll never keep... Go ahead.
3: One thing I've always said is having my daughter taught me how to be a mom. Yeah. And especially raising her, you know, on my own. It taught me how to be a mom and get more in touch with the emotional Side. side of myself. And so now... Whenever you're a parent, a couple of us in here are parents, what is the worst thing that could happen to, in your day? Is your child being oh, hurt? Right, right, Like, whenever I just, if I'm just sitting here and I think about my daughter crying for any reason, like, I'll want to start crying. Because yeah. you just do not want to see your child hurt. in pain. Yeah. You know, I, I think that, like you said, we were, told, we were told not to cry, and it wasn't until I became a mother and then got in touch with my emotional self and started getting in real touch with my emotions that I was actually able to balance myself out as a human being.
1: I feel like that's somewhat problematic, though. And I don't mean to, like, try and chide you in this way, but I feel like in that chide. way,
2: you. I was like, I was looking at you like Alrighty, oh, yes, I'm about
1: to change my voice.
0: Go <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right ahead. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> okay so um i feel like you're still playing into somewhat the the um the, the I, I i can't even collect myself I'm because i still laughing <laughs> I'm I'm that was good um, man it was there, there's there's still this gender That's stereotype that we have that women are ha, women have to do with the emotions when i feel like emotions should be a part of masculinity like i think emotions
3: that, have to be yeah i'm touching so, on um, what he was saying were uh, we talking were talking about, being
1: about- a mother you're not you're not a mother you're still a father you're just more in tune with those emotions and more empathetic and more sympathetic to those things you don't. i don't necessarily i wouldn't say you became a mother i said i'd say you just became more in tune to those things because i feel like in saying that you became a mother you're still somewhat saying that being a father means not touching into those emotions and as a father you very much c- can and should touch into those emotions. You know what I mean?
3: Yes, or I was touching on what Anthony <laughs> was saying. Or I was doing that. <laughs> no, okay, so so I remember whenever my daughter was four years old, and on her fourth birthday, I took her to the nail salon to get her nails painted for the first time. And I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting, and she's getting her nails painted, and she's having the time of her life. And every single person that came in there was like, i just don 't think the average father would think to do that. Why would a father so it 's not trying to play on any traditional roles or stereotypes or anything like that. I, I think that most people probably don 't comprehend the world the way you and I comprehend the world. Mm-hmm. you know so you know i I got more in touch with this completely different side that I was not taught to have I, was gr- I grew up in a house where I was taught men don 't cry I was ta- and it wasn 't anything that I made a choice of. Mm-hmm. We were taught not to cry. we were taught not to deal with these emotions you know don't get mad don't get sad don't do this but then yes whenever you realize when you grow up it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman or a kid or whatever having tune with your emotions is exactly what you need to do i i had a lady a couple weeks ago that asked me or a couple months ago she said how do you stay positive all the time i don't stay positive all the time i'm an asshole most of the time i i take the time to get angry but i don't take that anger out on the world and unfocus that anger and make that anger about something that it's not. Yeah. I use the creative emotion of anger in order to get past the problem that made me angry originally. So no, I I, I think we need to get away from the traditional, the gender roles, the gender stereotypes and everything like that. I, I won't say that I turned into a mother. I will say that I started thinking about things that fathers just yeah, that, and that men my generation just weren't taught to think about, you know? No, I,
0: I, I agree. I'm an asshole. I'd say it all the time. Artesia always says you would have to have a daughter to change who you are.
3: Yeah, if oh, I okay. had a son first, there is no way I would be the person I am today. I don't today. want a daughter,
0: though. Why? Uh, You're going to have to buy a gun. That's why. Yeah, that. And I just don't <laughs> want to think about
3: Oh, my God. I hope my daughter ends up being a day, lesbian. My neck. My that would just... <laughs> My so dad cried my when I,
2: t- my mom later told me that my dad cried when I told him that I started my cycle. Wow. Like the first time I, I was like, so I started my period today. He was like, you know, you can get pregnant. I was <laughs> so, like, whoa. I, I was, that. <laughs> was like, like, I what? That. like, wait, 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 wait. You know, what, what? Exactly. what do I need to stop doing? What are you oh. talking about? Exactly. That's exactly what I was like. What are you talking about? Like I can get pregnant.
1: Like, like this right now? Right when, when I was a kid, when
3: I was a kid, my mom told us, when I was a kid, my mom told us that people People have babies whenever they touch each other when their clothes are off. <laughs> I remember in second grade I made out with this girl Natasha in the reassignment class after school and I went the home. Memory. I went I went the the first day we just like you know, kissed each yeah. other on the lips. Kiss. The second day, we touched tongues and everything like yeah. that. And I was in second grade. And I went home and I told my mom Get that I school. got a girl pregnant. <laughs> 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 hey, my mom oh, we are going to talk about this. What? Tell me exactly what happened. And I'm just sitting here. We went into this club and I stuck my tuck in her mouth and, and you started and it I, I remember goosing I probably could have carpet
0: burned the shit out of any girl's back pants <laughs> <laughs> I'd be goosing like crazy that's why I say y'all if we, if he's saying this in the second grade yeah. and I was goosing in daycare mm-hmm. like pamper rubbing what you think y'all son's doing oh my what do you think they're doing
2: my son is he's not doing that
0: that's what most people say he's my son that. is not doing that he ain't doing that yeah he ain't he, he's not he might not he be doing that, but, but, you know, <laughs> he's doing that. <laughs> he's sleeping with his hands in his pants. He is prepared. Right, right. No, um, but see, this, not- <laughs> I, this is I, the thing.
2: He's I, asked me before, like, he was like, you know, mom, my balls hurt. So I don't know what mm. to tell him. I just be like,
0: and, and tell him the milk is coming. No, I just
2: tell him. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I just tell them call, call, call Pop, pop. I, don't <laughs> I don't I
0: don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about this.
1: I don't know. But I think you you bring up an interesting point when you talk about that story from you in second grade. I mean, being so, you know honest with your children in some way. I mean, I'm not saying you need oh, yeah. to come out and tell them about everything yeah. uh, like there's that's too much for them to handle <laughs> but like in being honest with your children in some way I think that will help that and of course I'm I'm going to you know make sure that I I put out there that I'm 24 years old. And I ain't got a kid. So, you know, like take that for what you will. Yeah. But
0: he's uh, yeah. responsible, bro. <laughs> right
1: no I'm what I'm saying is I don't know shit about this. Don't don't listen, don't listen, don't listen, <laughs> don't, don't listen to his voice. Don't I'm just I'm just saying like it, it, it
2: might help what you I to I be think.
1: relatively <laughs> honest. You know that's and what but I but think. But this know.
2: is true because now I am like my son knows probably more than like most kids, I guess, his age, or maybe not yeah. i don't know i mean i i tell I tell him if he asks the only thing I, I haven't told him, which I told him before, is that he did um want me to have a baby He was like, "I want you you know when are you gonna have another baby, and I was just like well i got I gotta find a man first, and he was like, "Why?" I was like, uh,
0: that's good. We're gonna keep you right there. We're
2: gonna leave you right. I didn't even know you was that yeah, in the parking lot. Let's parking lot park it. We'll come back to it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. We'll talk. So yeah. then he kept asking. So finally, I said, you know, when people are really, 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 really in love, yeah. that's when they decide they want to have a or baby.
3: Really, really drunk. <laughs> no, do I don't want to
2: Like, so I had to make it like you know, yeah. make it fluffy and you know. I
3: have a I have a book out called Everybody Poops in Their Pants, and it was just like my. I was like, you just right. ripped the title yeah, yeah, no. yeah, exactly. like, you in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and the reason why I came up with it is because I try to tell my like five year old daughter stories about my drunk friends shitting in their pants, like in different situations. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, you know, like we, if you find, you can find ways to talk to these children. Yeah. That's good enough to put it in a, in a little book. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you, yeah, we're we were. We were not taught about sex. I learned about sex from finding a porno with my sister and her boyfriend over at his parents' house.
0: I watched it with my homeboy at his parents' house. You know, yeah.
3: like that's yeah. like yeah. I, oh, that's
1: yeah. I. Yeah, I know. You. I, good I, good I name saw name you look that. over at me. I'm not telling. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like this ain't a round table. Like this. <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs>
3: But nobody ever sat down with me and said, this is what happens. I thought babies came out of a belly button, and I thought men stuck their dicks in women's butts. And I thought like that. (laughs) I thought like that (laughs) until. At this point. (laughs) I thought that's that's what it was like until I see this porno, porno, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's what this can be used for. I, I'm going to train mine to be as good as his, you know? <laughs> <laughs> good boy. Yes. Good boy. Yes. I'm going to start right now.
0: <laughs> I was the saying, wait on. And, I, I, remember, and uh, I remember at the church I went to, they had a convention here in Dallas, and it was a guy, they had like a little men's group, and it was the church trying to teach us about sex. But it was so funny because they were trying to teach us about sex, but they were saying nothing about sex. So the guy was like, well, I have one question. I still remember this guy don't remember his name so I won't Thank I don't goodness. have to call it anyway so the guy was like so can you get pregnant from you know sticking it in a girl's butt and you know everybody was laughing but I'm thinking why are everybody laughing? Because all of us want to know this shit. up. No, no, no,
1: don't
0: move on. And it was so crazy because I'm like, you gotta know that because I've heard people think that, you know, girls can get pregnant from anal sex, girls can get pregnant from blowjobs yeah. and swallowing because you know, a kid if you're eleven and you say babies come from your stomach, they'd be like, Well if we give you me it, swallow it, it. and I swallow it, it's in my stomach. I'm going to get pregnant. Right. Yeah. So it, it is things that you need to know and things that you should talk about with your kids. And not to be funny, like you said, it's good that you're doing it now because they can learn from school. And if they learn from school, they're just getting not even they're getting one part of the information and that ain't even correct. Yeah,
2: because right. he's even asked me before this. Now, he was a lot smaller. He was probably like six or seven. And like he, I went to go pick him up because he went to the reunion, yeah. our family reunion with my dad, because I don't ever go. So I picked him up and he got in the car. He's like, Mom, was gay? I was like, what? He was like, what is gay? I was like... We'll talk about it later. He was like, "Is it when two boys kiss?" I was like, "Well, in a nutshell, that's
0: it." I mean, you've got this you've got one.
4: I was like, "All right,
0: sure." It is. And, and the thing about it is, though, you tell them those little things. You know what I'm saying? You give them those little nuggets of thought to where they put two and two together. And I get it's like a flower. You keep flirt, you keep watering, watering it. it, and it'll flourish into what you uh-huh. need it to be. Because if you give them too much all at once, yeah, they kiss, it. and then they have sex. They can be like, "Whoa, whoa." whoa I thought the girls whatever and if guys doing it in the you know so you got to just feed it to them yeah and they'll get it from here and there and then you just bring it all together
3: i would rather i would would rather my daughter learn something from me than learn from somebody else. you You know what i'm saying like i mean we were we were even having a conversation about racism this morning because i had a a talk with a gentleman yesterday who is uh white and he's married to an african-american woman he was talking about how whenever he grew up it was unheard of. And then he joined the military right out of high school. And he was saying in the military, everybody just gets married. Everybody's, you know, and then, but in different parts of our society. And I was saying, yeah, I said, you will learn a completely different side of humanity if you have pigment in your skin. But then I was also reminded that you can also learn a completely different side of humanity if you are the white person that's in the family dealing with the racism. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my little girl is a quarter black. She looks white at the same time i'm still gonna let her know what this is you know and, and and the same thing man i i don't want to but there's gotta there's gotta be a day where i where this is gonna come up and we're gonna have to talk about sex or something like that and and talk about these things that my parents never sat down and talked with me yeah i think way too many of us learn stuff from school we learn stuff from our friends and now we're growing up we're adults now and we're like oh no. Oh, like I, I didn't fact check any of that. No. Like I never, I never researched. I never said it. I just believed that this person was gay and yeah. that this person was wrong, yeah. and that this, these people are evil.
0: And even when you grow up, and we have about five more minutes, well, even when you grow up, I feel like after you know about sex, you then need to talk to somebody about how to please that person. Because for women, you have a yes. lot of women that are dating guys and they just bumbling around in there. I was one of them. You put me, I'm like, put me in the game, coach. I'm going hard and I'm going home. <laughs> right. I didn't think nothing no about technique. it. No yeah. technique. I'm just getting it. To, I'm Either going it to like just, this, it the sheer, yeah.
1: sheer power of will. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going at it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think I dated an older woman and I was using that same technique and it was her that was like, you gotta do like, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You Slow down. Let me let me tell you. Slow something. down, son. we're gonna get yeah. you in the right <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <You laughs> I lost
3: my virginity to a forty-five-year-old woman. Well. She she taught me the ropes. You and that's know? where it
0: started. They give you the foundation, right? Because all you know about it is putting foundation. it in and going in. They got to give you a foundation to where you going yes. in, and they teach you about a woman's body. And the same thing for women. Women need to learn how to know. I think women. One of the biggest things I've learned from being in intimate with women throughout my life. A lot of women don't know their bodies. Especially a lot of times you're being taught, especially in church, not to masturbate, not to do this. I can take care of me better than any
3: woman I yeah,
0: know. Yeah, I talk to my little cousin. I talk to one of one me one my little cousins. my minutes. Close my door.
3: And I'm good. And I won't even fall asleep with my hands in my pants. Not at all. I'm professional <laughs> enough to go wash my, my hands. hands. <laughs> like, the, you know it's done. It's yeah. done. Oh, honey, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go out to dinner.
0: You know how many times I've I've been out in, in, in relationships throughout the years. And the girl tried to give me some at the end of the night, and I didn't know if I was, was going to get some, so I took care of it so I ain't going crazy throughout the night. And they tried to give you some, and I'm like, yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm an honest person. I'm like, I already took care of that shit. I need a couple of more hours before <laughs> that shit refills up to me for me to give you anything. <laughs> Why did you do that? When I'm I didn't know I was going to get none tonight. So I had to make sure I went, that my mind ain't going crazy and my balls don't hurt. I head can't head.
3: tell you how many how many dollars I've saved, how many headaches I've saved, and how many children I don't have because I jerked off instead of going out. Hey, I'm telling you. You know? Well, my buddy, out, my buddy out. used you to always out. tell me I, 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 I would text my buddy at one o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> like I text Let's my buddy in school at one o'clock in the morning. I say, Look at this chick. You know? And he'd say, Just jerk off. And you're just oh, okay.
0: I'm telling you, yeah. when I masturbate, I don't think about nothing else. Don't, don't nothing worry me. When I'm telling you, like if you worried about a girl, like a girl on the phone, and like it's been times where I'm in relationships and other girls are trying to get at me, and it's like I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> Let me take care of this now. To so where if they start talking that yak, you like, okay, all right, it's cool. Yeah, sorry, right. that nut is already taken care yeah. of. Yeah, busting, not busting the nut yes, will get we'll you in have trouble. your mind mm-hmm. all over the Whoa, place. Whoa, right? <laughs> wait. Like-
3: Wow, it's man. like going to the store when you're hungry, man. And you ain't oh, got no yeah. money. you just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you be ready to steal something. And video. on that note <laughs> that's it. Right. So like before, I'm I'm yeah. just sitting back
1: like <laughs> taking taking note of like the entire entire podcast and like the way that we've gone to end it like this is just beautiful. <laughs> right. It's wonderful. Right. Because nobody yeah.
3: ever heard the beginnings. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Nobody has yeah. any yeah. idea yeah. how these conversations no came. That's great. <laughs>
0: So before we get off, I want them, uh, Reg. let them know where they can find you at on social media.
1: Oh, I'm at Reg Atatula. I'm going to have to spell it out because yes, I don't know how to spell Atatula, my yeah. name.
0: R-E-G-A-D-E-T-U-L-A.
1: Uh, that's me on Twitter and I'll be tweeting about sports all the time. So and like, we didn't
0: get to do sports but I'll it's, probably it's call alright. you to where we could do it. That's cool. And we want to have you back, man. I like having you in the studio. Did you
2: do, did you do sports um, at UTA? Yes, yes, I did. Oh, I listened to that a couple of times. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea what y'all are talking about but I just like your voice. I was like, yeah. oh, you have a great you. radio voice. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like, you know. I appreciate
1: it.
0: I appreciate it. It's you Thank you.
3: <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> and, and back to you bob <laughs> yes
0: and where can they find you on social media
3: uh, <laughs> uh, oh you guys can find me right over here on wkfm that's about, anybody can
0: change their voice but it, like when i've thought about radio like that in that sense i'm like i just i don't know if i could carry on for four hours of that i, can't. I have a you get used time, to it honestly yeah i know and obviously it helps that i like hearing myself talk yeah lance so. wanted me to do it and i was like i don't think i could do it I, it's hard for me to do something without cursing i'm just telling i'm not that trained Right, oh. right. Yeah, He hit a foul ball and he missed it. Like, what the fuck? How did you? No, nah. that's mm-hmm. like I was looking at. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> l- 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 give <laughs> uh, We can find.
3: You. I guess uh, you can look up Jason Kruto on social media. I'm not as active in social media as I should. Um, I got about twenty something books on Amazon. Uh, look up the Smarter App and the Smarter Foundry. If somebody wants to use our software Or make different? some money, S M A R T R without an E. I appreciate you saying that because I was just going to say smarter and. Well,
1: well I, I wasn't going to say nothing, but I knew it was spelled different. I was just setting you we up. You have
3: my back, man. Oh, I'm good at this. Well, that's a layup, right I got there. You appreciate it, man. <laughs> Call me Kyrie. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't want to be Kyrie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and tell them where you where you, where they can find you again.
2: I'm naturally underscore G with threes on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat.
0: All right, and you can find me at Sir Robert Poe on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, is just Anthony Robertson. Keep in contact with us and all things The Reality Is at www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, and Facebook at the reality. Of hey,
3: uh, we're gonna put out a DVD for this episode. We're gonna call it the Lost Episode. That's what it's it's gonna be. That way, that Better way people can get the whole kids. thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Better not for <bring> your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <we>, rich, <laughs> man. And uh, we got Harper here, man. Thanks for coming through. You know, he wanted to come through and see how we get out of the studio. So.
4: Ready this. Morning. When you
0: knock for my door. I fucked up so much when on this podcast episode. I wasn't pushing the lock talk button. I was missing when things. I guess that's what happens when you record from home for about a month and you go back into the studio and the board is different. We'll get it taken care of next time. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. This concludes the podcast. So I probably should have said that part before I just said this last part. But, hey, you get what I'm saying, man. I want to give a shout out to Jason Criddle. Thanks for coming out, showing that love, showing that support, man. And God bless you all your business endeavors in the future. Shout out to Reggie at- Tula. He just graduated from the University of Texas at Arlington this past May, man. And my brother, I wish you the best, man. I hope you find a job that you love and don't stop doing what it is that you love to do, regardless of what people say to you, man. So I also want to thank Gabrielle for coming through you know making sure she came in and dropped them laughs on the track we appreciate that on wax also the reality is is a production of roberts media group the team includes myself anthony roberts my consultant artesia swindle and the lovely gabrielle johnson with the music produced by boat and beats you can also find me on social media at sir robert poe and gabrielle at naturally underscore G E E. as she already stated during the show the show is the reality is and if you like this subscribe to us on itunes leave us a rating or a review and if you listen on SoundCloud, show us some love. Tap the hearts, hit the heart, lick the heart, kiss the heart, whatever you want to do with the heart, just make sure you hit it, leave us a rating or a review on there as well. And you can also email us for any show topics, or if you want to leave us an audio message about things that you've been going through in your life and you would like to come on to the reality is, hit us up at infotherreality at is dot com. That's info at tha dot com. Or you can keep up with all things the reality is by going to www.therealityis.com. dot com. Y'all have a blessed one and always remember inhale courage to excel success be blessed i believe that the spirits are your your parents and their parents and their parents and their parents and and they are in your bloodstream
3: and they run through your body constantly because they they want you to live on because they want to live on and they're trying all the
2: time to tell you shit and if you just spend a few minutes with yourself
1: you will hear them you will hear
2: them